You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. Culture rises a beast of unimaginable obsession to wreak havoc on the podcast of man. This is the Giganticast. Yeah, you can talk now. You're a huge nerd. <laughs> That's the first time you've heard that, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Oh, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. It is another episode. My God, this is the most number of episodes I've done. I've done more episodes in like the last few months than I think I have in like a year. Jesus. Um, You're a busy bee. I know, a busy little bumblebee. That's weird. Uh, anyway, <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't, do, mm, don't do that. <laughs> so, uh, alright, well, listeners, um, you uh, hopefully should know me by now. I'm, uh, one would hope. One would hope. Someone just pops, someone's been listening the whole time, it's like, who is this guy? Who is this schmuck who talks who about dinosaurs and monsters and thinks he knows what's what? Um, this, <laughs> This is your friendly neighborhood, Matt Frank. Your dear old Uncle Matt, as I like to say every now and then, which isn't weird or upsetting in any no, way. not creepy. And um, uh, actually, you know what is funny is, um, well, I'll get to that in a minute. First, I want to introduce my co-host for the evening, Miss Rebecca Holder. Hi. Do you want to give a quick plug about what you're, who you are online, though? Like your screen names and stuff? Uh, Sure. I didn't prepare anything, but... It's okay. Uh, I usually go by Spooky Pie online. That's a three O's, right? And that's just on Tumblr. Uh, it's just on Tumblr, and it's really just the URL has three O's uh, okay. because two was taken. Oh, uh, gross! Um, no, it's usually just two O's, uh, but it is spelled S P O O K I E Pi. Nice. Um, and I guess I don't know. I do a couple things online. I, I have a Let's Play channel called Peaches and Scream, where I play <laughs> horror games. Yay! Uh, I have another channel that I don't update as much as I wish I did, called um. The little big screen where I just talk about cartoons and animation and stuff. Yay. Uh, my more current projects, though, are I'm currently working on a new podcast of my own where I have uh, two other co-hosts, and we basically talk about weird, spooky, and odd stuff that entertains us. And what's the title of that? That is called Liminal Space. Liminal Space. I like that. Yeah. Um, so today, uh, that, that thank you for giving everyone your credentials, I suppose. <laughs> um, my resume. This is, <laughs> this is the first time I've had you on, um, one of the other multiple shows that I do. Yes. Um, even though, I feel like you and I already have a near-constant podcast repertoire uh, whenever we're interacting with each other. It mostly consists of, I'm going to do the thing, and you're like... No. <laughs> See? That's what I'm talking no, about. And, um, Absolutely not. <laughs> so, you know, we're, um, we're doing something a little different today. Um, we are going to talk about video games. Yeah. Davidi games. I've never played one of those. I, have you now? Have you no. never? We usually here on the Giganticast, we talk about giant monsters and um, Japanese superheroes, and we've done Power Rangers, we've done Ultraman, we've Godzilla, of course. But today we're going to talk about something a little bit different. Because all those things are out of my wheelhouse. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You've been very patient to absorb some of it that I've thrown at you Aww. into your form. Well, it's a thing you like, so it's oh. important. Exactly. And we do the same, and you do the same thing. You show me things that you like, and I'm like, 
I like that. She, I like that. Udina's got pink hair. You put up with a lot at Disney. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, just so just to get so people kind of get the general idea. Re- Re- Rebecca and I have also we went to Disney World together almost a year ago. Morgan was there, I guess. Um, <laughs> um, she listened. Uh, she's been on at least one. Um, <laughs> and, um, yeah, and, you know, and we're, we're doing some stuff on, on our own, like just you and me, that we just haven't gotten out yet. Yeah, we'll get to that eventually. We're getting huh? to it. It's hard, because you, you're doing stuff, I'm doing stuff. It's a miracle that we can even find time to spend together. But enough about friendship. Gross. Gross. <laughs> Um, we're going to we talk on about opposite couches, by the way. Yeah. So, mm. Friendship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. It, it really, <laughs> now I'm sad. <laughs> there is a no man's land between <laughs> it's us. It's so the cats can jump. Fair. Yeah. Um, so the, uh, well, I have to have the, I have to have the laptop in front of me. Okay. For all the notes that I'm clearly going to be reading. <laughs> um, we're talking about Monster Hunter. Yay! Yeah. We're talking about a video game this time. Because Japan... It's still monsters. It's still monsters. Japan has a real obsession with monsters. I mean, of all shapes and sizes. No shit. You've got... <laughs> don't get smart. Um, you've got Kaiju. You've got Pokemon. You've got Digimon, which I'm sure we're going to have an episode about I eventually. talk about that. We could definitely... We're not talking about it today, but we will sometime. Um... And they've got, uh, they've got Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter is, I think, a relative newcomer to the mo- J- Japan monster phenomenon. It's crazy big, though. It is, like, one of the most popular series over in Japan. And that was what was so funny was, and we're going to get more into this as we get closer towards actually talking about the game, but it, it, it's been around for a while, not a super long time. It's obviously, it's younger than Pokemon, younger than Digimon, younger than, obviously, Godzilla and the other oh, yeah. bigger monster franchises. So, was it a PS1 or PS2, the first It game? was a PlayStation 2 game, That's I remember. I think it was in 2000 Something like that, that the first game came out. Because I remember seeing the trailer for, like, the E3 at 2000... Uh, no, Tokyo Game Show, I think. Mm-hmm. One of those shows. Yeah. And I remember being like, what is this? Interestingly, though, never played it until the Wii game, but you've been with it for a while. Uh, actually, I have been with it since the Wii game. So. Oh, but yeah. you played more than me, though. I guess so. Yeah. Probably. You have better armor sets, so I just assume. I could barely get my Baroth armor <laughs> set together. But, um, yeah, so uh, for those of you who don't know... And first of all, real quick, I wanted a quick shout out because I've noticed that we have been getting uh, some more listeners, which is great. Um, we're still, you know, we still we're, we're building up our library. Um, a, a, a gentleman came up to me. I never got his name, but he came up to me at the convention I was at last weekend at Pensacon in Pensacola, Florida. Pensacola, beautiful little town. I've been there once. I was stuck in an airport. Oh, you didn't get to go to the Fish House or McGuire's I or any of the other. Stuck in an airport. <laughs> that's, that's that's no excuse. That is like the size of a football field. It wasn't that big. <laughs> Are you saying the size of a football field is complimentary? I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. I was anymore. saying how small the airport was. Oh, that's and fair. You're like, oh no, it's worse. <laughs> this is basically <laughs> what you said. I don't know anymore. All I know is it was you're a small airport. You're never going back to Pensacola. Is what you know. <laughs> no, I, in fairness, I actually really do hope they they asked me to come back because uh, it was true. a lot of fun. But a, a young man came up to me. 
It's a young man. He's probably my age. He, um, and he said, are you Matt Frank from Giganticast? Aww. And I'm like, oh, bless your heart, That's guy so whose name I never got. Um, very cool. Well, he's a big fan of the whole one of us.net crew, which is the website we're on, you know, in case you didn't know, which is weird. You didn't know. I didn't actually. Yeah. <laughs> I sort of just sprung this on you in the last minute and I was like, uh, hey, you want to do a uh, thing? Talk about Monster Hunter? I was like, yeah. Yeah. I didn't preface it with anything else. Um, anyway, uh, no, then it's just really nice that we have people who are like, oh yeah, I, I listen to that show. So that's nice. But Very cool. for those who don't listen, in case you're like a kaiju fan and maybe you don't know a whole lot about, I know a lot of kaiju fans who actually just don't play video games and, you know, that's, that's just, you know, it's it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Monster Hunter is this franchise that's been around since uh, they're about the year 2000. I'd have to probably look it up to get the exact numbers. but Yeah, but, I mean, estimate PS2 game. Yeah, PlayStation know. 2 game. Vaguely from um, oh, no. It was actually released in 2004 on the PlayStation. Oh, on so the PlayStation. It's, it's even, okay. um, wait. No, PlayStation R- 2. R- PlayStation R- 2. Uh, okay. Okay, I, I swear. So even younger than we were thinking. Yes, 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 yes. Um, so the basic gist of the game is you hunt monkeys <laughs> or monsters. There it is. I don't know. I wanted to. <laughs> we have a title. I, guess, <laughs> I wanted to see like just like just a. Oh, that's really precious. On the Wikipedia page, it actually has it written out as Monsuta Hanta. <laughs> I know that's how you pronounce it, but it's just the way it's written is really cute. <laughs> I know that some. I know some people shorten it to Monhun, mm-hmm. but I've heard some other people call it Monhan because. It's the, because they're trying to shorten it the way the Japanese short it, shorten it, and it's like, you don't have to. I always find that a little bit weird. Yeah. <laughs> Weeaboos. Um, as though we're not that. Eh. Yeah. Nerds. Yep. So, uh, <laughs> you, so you, uh. Is the girl with an anime tattoo and the guy in a Godzilla shirt. I was going to say, <laughs> um, it's a G-Fantish shirt from G-Fest 21. Gonna, it's actually, I'm it's actually my design. Someday. It's actually my art. Shut up. It is. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Anyway. It looks nice. Thank you. You look nice. Thank you. <laughs> so. The best friend podcast. Yay. <laughs> so, okay. The games are, oh, laboriously trying to reach this point, but the games are. We're good at this. We're real good. They're about these, um, basically, you play as, uh, there's not much in the way of a story, it's mostly just the world itself mm-hmm. is kind of what's going on. Yeah, the story is usually just the barest of bones to get your character doing something. Right. There's some there's some very generalized setup, but for like, the most part, you are think like Mario World One <laughs> type of story. <laughs> the princess is kidnapped. Go. <laughs> that's do, that's do the it. Story. Get him. <laughs> so um and and basically. It's almost like this semi-prehistoric hunter-gatherer society, which we'll probably go into our, our fan theory bullshit later. But you 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 get your weapons up to snuff. You go out you and you your huge choice of weapons too. Yes, like you have variety. great swords, um, pole arm, pole, like pole lance or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. 
You've got switch axes and guns. You just have fucking guns. Yeah. Um, uh, Some of them are newer than the others. Like, it's true. Definitely first game had a, a smaller selection of weapons. They've definitely sure. expanded it in more recent editions, but still. Gun lance and what have you. Now they have a bug. You have a bug that's like your friend. Oh, yeah, the insect glaive. Uh, yeah, that's, that's what it is. Weird. I don't even know the friggin' friggity frick. You can curse on this, by the way. Um, I will. <laughs> Give his dead eye look, <laughs> like, oh, it's coming. Oh, good. <laughs> so, dude, I I cursed multiple times in Toys R Us just now. Nothing. Oh happen. man, see, and every gonna, time I did it, I was like, Shh. there's children around. <laughs> yeah, there weren't. But, we ah, you know. uh, there was like two I, or no, three. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> So you go out and you hunt monsters. Uh-huh. You go out into the wilderness, and when I say now, a lot of other games, almost all other games ever made, ever, have monsters in them. They have some kind of enemy for you to fight. To inhabit the world, and yeah, to give... Right. Challenge. point and a challenge, yeah. Yeah, there's Conflict. A, exactly, conflict. Conflict-driven medium. Mm-hmm. Monster Hunter is about hunting monsters. The point is the monsters. Right, and and as a result, the, the monsters... Shadow of the Colossus, the point is the boss battles. Right, the point is, the, is getting to the Colossus. Mm-hmm. That's actually a really good comparison. I was thinking about that earlier. And how Monster Hunter... Well, Shadow of the Colossus, there's a little more... Um, you're kind of on this epic quest in this barren wasteland... And you're going up against these the these huge creatures, but there's it's got a different feel to it. It's a lot more melancholy. Monster Hunter is yeah, let's do this, yeah. Leroy. It's definitely a game that it, it it looked at other games and was like, but what if we made this one aspect the focus, which is something- as opposed to having like some overarching story and the monsters are just there to be as fleshing stuff out, challenge and fodder and things to take your time. Right, exactly. The and this is something that the Japanese have been really really good at for a while, which is taking a single aspect of a game and building a whole game around this one thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, which is not to say that Americans don't do that too, or that Japanese don't have very wide-reaching games that do a lot of stuff, but the, but Monster Hunter is specifically going out and hunting monsters, and the monsters are not just the point, they're really the stars of the game. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Wh- which is I so... I mean, your character is just a uh, create a character. Right, it's just yeah. like a cipher. You're just, uh, you're just there, your character is essentially a doll that you put armor on, and that's the, that's the point of the cycle of the game itself, is you go and you hunt monsters, you harvest their corpses <laughs> after you murder them. And you wear them as a sweet pair of boots. <laughs> I, I, that's what I would do. The... And that's the thing, like, the one of the things to, to remember, and this is a, this is something that I really appreciate about the games, the monsters aren't evil. Yeah. Like, they're just, they're really just super powerful animals. Like, these mm-hmm. mythic level animals that are out there that, basically, if it wasn't for the hunters, humanity would have been overrun in this universe. Like, humanity is sort of, like, existing in this permanent state of, like I said, this kind of prehistoric... Semi-industrial, not really even industrial. It's they have big, crazy weapons and some mechanized stuff in this universe, mm-hmm. but everything is based around the monsters. Like the monster hunting in universe is also strictly regulated, yeah. and uh, it's a very interesting, uh, I guess, aesthetic or world building. Is that <laughs> it is a f- prehistoric fantasy? Yeah, because the the monsters again are kind of these. They're kind of like these dinosaurs. They're designed, and you and I, speaking as artists, I'm sure can agree that the monsters are amazingly well designed. Oh, yeah. They're excellent. They're made to look like something that maybe could actually exist. Yeah. 
So but have- it's not strictly one kind of monster. Like you have everything from dragons to very dinosaur like things mm-hmm. to just big mammals of different kinds. And giant a giant weird bear. Yeah. There's a mammoth. A, a shark thing. Like Oh yeah, the shark they're, thing. They're all they're kinda of, they're they're all over the place, which makes it really interesting. And yeah, it, it keeps it from being like Oh, it's fantasy because it's all dragons. Because it's not. Yeah, and and I think that was something that somebody must have hit on during the development process, where they were like, "No, no, no, like let's 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 get a nice variety in here." And because if your if your monster is going to be the point of the game, you want there to be a variety. You want them each to have their own personality. I guess you could say. I mean, they're animals, so it's not like they're going to really have. I mean, they do have personalities. They have temperaments. Yeah. And they have behaviors, and some of them frequent certain areas, and some of them are more aggressive than others, mm-hmm. and some are easier than others, some are smaller than others, but... I feel like personality-wise, they've actually fleshed out even more in the most recent game. Oh, yeah. And we're going to get to the most recent game, which, yeah. if you're listening to this, you've at least probably heard of Monster Hunter World. Oh, it's the big thing right now. Uh, yeah. I mean, really, it is the new hotness, and, and, and good for it, because... Monster Hunter was... It's well-deserved. I mean, it's yeah. a fantastic game. It was a niche property for a really long time. In the States, it was. And in Japan, it's like, eh, you don't play Monster Hunter, you're a fucking loser. Get out of my house. Yeah. Um, and But over here, it was very much like... It was a hard sell. Yeah, because, it, again, it's 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 this one thing. You're doing this one thing I over and over again. People didn't get it. Yeah, and... Um, to be fair, that was also a lot of that was also the conceit of the game itself because the earlier Monster Hunter games are pretty dense, mm-hmm. and the new one is too. What, what would you say? What was okay? So when you got Monster Hunter Try, you said that was your first one. That was the one for the Wii. Mm-hmm. What was your experience? Like, what? How did you come to it? And what? What did you? You just had a big <laughs> grin on your face. I can't wait for this. <clears throat> okay. Um, so, Monster Hunter Try was definitely not the first time I had ever heard of Monster Hunter. Sure. Um, but I can't say I was familiar with it. It was just, like, a thing that I'd maybe heard of mm-hmm. in the background at some point. But, like, if someone asked me what's Monster Hunter, I couldn't have told them. Uh, until it was introduced to me when I was uh, back in art school by the teacher I had a crush on. Oh, uh, I think I know who this you is. Know who I know who you're talking about. To be fair, I had a bit of a, Every, like a, like this did. super like, oh my God, you're like one of the greatest artists I've ever met. Please teach me senpai. Everybody loved them. Sure. Everybody had a crush on this teacher. Yeah, but anyway. Any hoodle. Um, yeah, no, he, <clears throat> he, he's the one who introduced it to me because he, he mentioned it in class. I think maybe he even brought it in or something because... Mm-hmm. He was doing an art piece based off of it. Mm-hmm. He wanted to show kind of like how he how he draws and how he gets inspiration and like it was just it was a teaching example. Sure. <clears throat> um, so it was really really cool and like it was not just the fact that I had a crush on this teacher. I am huge into games and I saw this and was like, oh, that's awesome! Like I love yeah. the aesthetic of this. I love this content. I love the monster designs. Uh, so I went out and bought it. And here's a couple things that you need to know. Okay, <laughs> everything is everything is clenched. Uh huh. The the cheeks are taut. So first yet of all, supple. 
and had a bad time. Okay. Because Monster Hunter is definitely a game that you need to play with other people. Mm-hmm. And you almost need somebody else to teach you how to play it. It, it. In some ways, I would even compare it a little bit to Dark Souls in the Soulsborne series because you need a Sherpa. Mm. You need someone to... This is something that Jeff over Rage Life has told me many times. And I have... I would attribute that very much to Monster Hunter. Yeah. Because they're very dense. Mm-hmm. Um, they they do a lot of the kind of um, time-based attacks. Like, you have to very carefully pay attention to the timing of things. And right. The monsters' tells and their cues. And you have to know how long your weapon is going to take to wind up or to load or do whatever it does. Um, and that's just... That's already kind of a hard barrier of entry. But... They're also just dense games, like you said. Like, there are a lot of different mechanics that you have to get into, and all the different weapons have their own things. All the different armors have their own effects. Like, there's a lot to it. I remember when I found out that armor had different effects, and then I found out you didn't really activate all the effects until you had the entire set. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, A thing they they tweaked a bit in World, but we'll get to that again in a minute. Yeah. Um, But it's also, it's just a harder game to play solo. Sure. You certainly can. Well, you're going to have a better time if you can hop on and play with other people. Going to have a bad time. And I'll Try- be honest, at the time, I don't know if I even knew you could play multiplayer online on the, the Wii. Especially given the Wii was kind of this, <clears throat> uh, kind of a nightmare to figure out how to get to use online. It wasn't great. Yeah. I mean, your experience... I don't know if you were had more. I just uh, I do actually. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. I'll, I'll wait. Go ahead. Um, so that that was a bummer. <laughs> just gonna bowl you over and be like, no, it's my turn. I talk now. <laughs> <laughs> I have the conch. <laughs> go ahead, please. Um, just hold up a cat. <laughs> <laughs> There's enough around. Yeah. Um, but I also didn't like my weapon, and it actually took me uh, the, the next uh, the next entry into the series to figure out what I was specialized in. Because I tried Lance, and it didn't work for me. Oh, interesting. Okay. I, I, I did eventually rage quit the game. Oh, no. Um, But that's aside the point. Here's the other problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tell I me. Have, I have this little thing where deep water in video games scares me. Oh, no. I, I'm scared of, like, water in video games, and I blame Mario 64. <laughs> And Banjo-Kazooie. Oh, sure, because shit just comes out out at you from the depths. Yeah, I blame those two games. <clears throat> oh, man. Um, That's so rough. I'm getting over it. Uh, sure, sure. Uh, do you have do you have that kind of... Sorry. Um, do you have that Do you have that same... If you don't mind me asking, do you have the same fear of the water in general? Or is it just nope. in video games? Really? <laughs> it's just in video games. Yeah. Yep, it's just... I can go oh, to the beach. Oh, bless your heart. I mean, like, oh, my it's God. just in video games. And uh, here's the thing about Try. All right, yeah. This was the Monster Hunter where they were like, what if we added swimming and water? And so, like, my happy ass was like, hey, this thing I'm afraid of, let me dive on into it. Just like, really, man, just really, really get the salt water in your pores. Really get on into it. And make sure you you float in one out of reach area where you're oh, maybe maybe twenty percent of your swings will totally like just whiff your you'll just whiff like your helpless baby. Sixty percent of your swings are just yeah. like ha! The, oh. like, the, now the, the Legiacris is going to... The Legiacris, which is just a big, like, sea serpent dragon. It's like, yeah. cool, this is my nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> Especially it. the way he coils up and then strikes at you yeah. from the distance. Yeah. It's real bad. It's real bad. Yeah. That one entry mission where it's like, hey, go harvest 
Oh, and then he just shows up? Yeah, from the Plesioths, which are just like... They're just... They're harmless, gentle, like, um... They're plesiosaur, uh... Basically. They're plesiosaur manatees. Yeah. Oh, I feel really bad now. I love them. I love the plesioths. But yeah, Mer- you go harvest some meat from them. So you're like, well, okay. You hold yeah, your happy ass on out into the ocean and start, like, killing these things. And then all of a sudden, the Legiacris shows up. And the game is literally like, you cannot fight this. Go. Run. Yeah. It's like, you cannot fight this. But you still have to harvest that stuff. So go back. You have to, like, avoid avoid it like oh cool i thought i was gonna play this fun game of monsters and now it's a survival horror with the sea depths like, nice. i love this. the depths in the sea and the sea depths and depth sea it's one of the few games you can say that um sharks are the least of your problems yeah yeah they truly truly are there's real bad shit down there the gobel is also terrible the gobel makes me want to cry i hate him <laughs> I hate the Gobel. <laughs> you develop very strong feelings towards particular monsters. I do. Yes, I really it's do. it's fine. I mean, I think everyone kind of does. Oh, well, sure. I mean, <laughs> everyone's you, got their nemesis. You monster. hate the Anginath in the new game, or you did? I when did. I-, I don't anymore because I've encountered worse. Oh, uh, I know. So have I. I've always liked him because he's a he's a vulture T Rex. He's a big dinosaur. He's a dinosaur. I love him. But he's also got little. He's got little. He's, he's got little pop ups. Uh, he's so cute and fire. Um, it's great. It's good. It's good. Uh, so yeah. So the, basically, I'm done. I'm gonna cut you off again. Okay. <laughs> Proceed. Okay. Uh, no, I was just gonna go ahead with my first impression, which was again, I played Try. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was at the time I was working at GameStop because I didn't have any other options, and. Uh, <laughs> What is what is that? What's that thing from the guy who filled out the? Um, it's something on the internet where this guy filled out a uh, an employee application at Starbucks, and he said, "What do? You, why do you? Why do you want to work here? Because shit isn't working out the way I thought it was." Yeah. What do you think? I mean, that's you be ba- allowed to be honest on these resumes. That's basically what I said to my my uh, when on my application when I when I went to go be interviewed for GameStop. The person said, like I said, they said, "Well, what's your plan? Like, what do you like? Your what do you see yourself in five years or whatever?" And it's like, honestly, like, why do you want to work here? And I said, honestly, I I have designs on being an artist, and pro- I, I'd like to work in games at some point. That might be a nice way to break into the industry before I really started doing comics work. Mm-hmm. And I think that, and I like games, so I think that being around them would be nice. And you know, just seems like the right fit. And they were like, all right, well, you're hired. (laughs) So that was pretty sweet. I mean, they're retail. They know. Yeah. Yeah. And that's fine. The, but at the time I remember, um, taking monster hunter, try home and, and playing with it and being like, and being like, okay, when am I going to fight monsters? Cause right now I'm just murdering Parasaurolophuses. I'm murdering and small goats and goats. I'm murdering goats, parasaurs, and manatees. This isn't. I don't feel like the hero of the land, <laughs> the stalwart hero of the land. The which, which yeah. And I remember. I remember. I. I, I actually. I remember. Uh, spit it out, Matt. When you work at GameStop at the time, anyway, you could. They probably resented this because they were like, "That's too." That's too kind to our employees. Um, we can't treat them like people. We, yeah, that's too um, altruistic. No, no, for no, no, no. It's too altruistic for us to let people borrow stuff for like a day and a half and then bring it back. What are we, Blockbuster? <laughs> they got driven out of business. They're dead. Because <laughs> they're all dead. <laughs> but the... Um, I just remembered um, taking it home for like that 24-hour period and being like, 
I can't get very far. I'm harvesting mushrooms. That's neat. I'm waiting for this this uh, this honey to re- to regenerate so I can make more potions. And then I gave it back. And then I think eventually another another person I knew at GameStop said, "No, no, 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 no. You got to stick with it." And I'm like, "All right." So I did the great sword because that was one of the things about the original video I saw for Monster Hunter that really charmed me was the great sword is very often represented as just a dis- a, a dismembered jawbone that's been sharpened into a yeah. weapon, <laughs> and it's like bigger than you a are. Giant stone that they've just like it's like whittled it a little down, bit. Yeah. It's like okay, I think I got this. Is that sharp enough? Hand. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's heavy. <laughs> I can spin it. Um, which I, I I just I just I was so I kept using that and I kept fighting the great jaggy and fighting the great. Jaggy. I think eventually I just bought it, and and I eventually when I beat the great jaggy, I was like, oh my god, I think I get it. So that's why I kind of stuck with it for so a you while. Like the second monster, and you're like, I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> Every new monster is just a test in humility. <laughs> just a lesson. Well, I remember I got to the Rathalos, and that was kind of my. I got real close to beating the Rathalos, but it was kind of my wall because mm. I beat the Baroth a bunch of times. I managed to start being able to beat the Legiacris, but I just couldn't get past the Rathalos. And then the Diablo showed up, and I'm like, well. This is, this is fine. fine. It's good. It's a good game. It's a good game. Good game for good people. It is a good game for good people. <laughs> for real, though. Yeah, no, it is. So, so uh, I, I also remember um, that game. Also, I, I do have a, a soft spot in my heart for it because um, oh, sure. when I when I got my wisdom teeth out, um, I went home to I went to Morgan and I were living in separate apartments at the time. I went to her place to kind of sleep it off, more or less. And then uh, when I got up, Morgan came home and was like, hey, so I know you're having some trouble with the Wii remote while playing Monster Hunter, so I got you a classic controller. Aww. And I'm like, ah! She loves you. That's That was my, that was what I said. I was like, ah! I mean, you just got your wisdom teeth taken out, so probably. <laughs> ah! Just increasingly louder. Morgan just shut the door on you. <laughs> She's like, what okay. I'm, I'm leaving. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to leave for 24 hours. Bye! Um... <laughs> Ah! <laughs> I just want to keep yelling into the microphone. Put your meds just slightly out of reach, <laughs> like just enough that like maybe you can brush them with your fingertips. <laughs> just pushes them further away. Damn it! <laughs> what? Okay, so Monster Hunter. Uh huh. So that was so that was the only ver- game I played, with the exception of. Of Tri Ultimate, which was the Wii U release, mm-hmm. R.I.P. Wii U, and you played a few more since then, though, didn't you? Uh, I played Four Ultimate on the 3DS, but I, I got to be honest, I never really got that super into it. Mm. I just I do not like how it feels. On mm. the- Isn't Four Ultimate the one where you can climb? Then they introduce climbing. Yeah, that's where they introduce climbing and mounting. Okay, right. Mount them. Mount them. Mount the monster. Um, but the the one I played most Feel it. up until now was uh, Try Ultimate. Okay, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that's, the that's the one I got super into because I, I reconnected with uh, an old friend from art school. Aww. And I was, like, it came out and he was all excited and I told him, I was like, I, I tried to play the previous one and I couldn't get into it. And he was like, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. You play with us. We'll play. Just play with us, huh? Just play with us. 
I don't know why. No. <laughs> That's not his accent? No. Is this someone I know? Christian? Oh, I think we played we once together. Played yeah. Once uh, yeah. So, I, 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 so, yeah, I just I hopped on with him and his friend group yeah. and played a lot. And they pretty much, you know, showed me the ropes, taught me how to play. And, like, that's really, that's how it has to be done. And I've told people since then, I'm like, no, 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 you got to be raised by the tribe to play these games. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah uh, I, that's eventually what I had to start doing, is I had to start getting together with people on Skype and stuff. Like, guys from my, who I used to work with at GameStop and stuff, mm-hmm. we would hop on together and play a few times. And I started getting good, slightly, and then I fell off of it because, you know, shit happens. Yeah. And the game, it, it, especially... Well, I mean, that, that friend group also kind of disbanded. Yeah. They didn't play as much. Or I, I was never online to play with them when 4 Ultimate came out. And like I said, I, I also just didn't like how the 3DS felt. So that's kind of why I never got into it and why I never got, like, the next one. Right. And then I never got Double Cross, because God forbid that come to the States. Oh, yeah, it didn't. A, couple, a lot of them just never came out over Double here. Double Cross would have been fantastic in the States. I mean, that's the thing is that... That would have been on the Switch, so it would have been amazing. Which, I get why they didn't, because they wanted to promote World. World. But still, I'm like, I would, I would love a Monster Hunter on the Switch. That would be pretty sweet. Uh, the thing is that... I think another big factor for me was that it's the kind of game that you, if you fall out of and you try to get back into, it's you got to get back on that yeah, whole learning curve, learning curve. Yeah, it especially on, on Wii controls and like having to figure out the timing again for your great sword and getting the feel of it all again. I mean, it's not a Zelda game. Yeah. It's not anything else. It's Monster Hunter is Monster Hunter, which is why... Monster Hunter World is so fantastic. It's so good because so good. I'm I'm noticing a trend in uh, Japanese games mm-hmm. where they're starting to they're starting to cut out a lot of bullshit that I think blocked some of this stuff from gaining mass appeal. Yeah, because uh, what they did with World is that they didn't make it easier. No. It's not like they dumbed it down or anything, but they streamlined it and made the level of entry so much easier. Yes. It's it's just... I, I, I actually keep surprising myself with the shortcuts that have been put in. Yeah. Because I, I thought... Auto-crafting. Yeah. Oh, my God. Auto-crafting is a, is a pretty good goddamn lifesaver. Yeah, because crafting in the games, again, it's just another thing that makes these games so deep is that you have crafting. You craft potions, and you craft, like, healing items and food items. Ammunition. And ammunition if you're a, a ranged gunner. user, yeah. Jesus God, I could so, never, I could never do it. I, oh, I know, I was gonna say, you're a, you're a, your weapon of choice is you're a, you're a gun, gunslinger, or whatever it's called. Heavy bow gunner. Heavy bow gunner. It is, yeah, yeah, that's my jam. So, that's another thing I have to think about, is I, I have to craft ammo, because bowgun has different types of ammo, be it status effect ones, or just heavier ammunition or elemental ammunition. Did you ever, um, did you ever, uh, 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 that's what I'm wondering about is, does the bow gun run out of ammo or is it, it does. Yes. Okay. Can you just find yourself dry out in the field? Um, no. Okay. So the bow gun has, there's one ammo that is just normal ammo level one and it is infinite. You will never run out of normal ammo one. Okay. But it is essentially the weakest ammo. That's what I was getting the impression of. Um, now, with the crafting and the auto-crafting, what is handy is that you can just craft stuff on the field. 
Okay, that's good. Yeah, so, we, like... Oh, God, that's right. You have to, you used to have to go back and, like, craft it at base or whatever. Mm-hmm. God! So, first of all, you can actually access your item box while you're out on a mission, unlike in previous games where you would have to quit the mission and yep. go home. There were so many barriers in the old games. Yeah. Which, I mean, I'm sure there are some people out there that are like, well, that's part of the challenge, but no. it, it's just, it's a grind. Yeah. Um, and it, it doesn't actually add or take away from what I feel is the core of Monster Hunter. Hey, you know what I don't like? Wasting my goddamn time. Yeah. Yeah. So, first of all, that's a thing. So, if I'm ever just completely dry, I can always go back to my little tent and craft something real fast. But, with the auto-crafting, um, so you make ammo out of... Different materials and plants. Mm-hmm. And you basically, you need two. Like, all those little plants that you see where you get, like, shells and stuff from them, those are those are ammo shells. Right. So if I just throw it, those away. <laughs> yeah, you don't need them. Yeah. So I'll pick one up and say it's like it's a, a slash plant. Okay. If I have that, I combine it with normal ammo and I get slash ammo, which basically is an ammo that can do cutting damage. Interesting. So when I'm running on the field, if I run by one of those plants and I pick it up, the game crafts that for me as long as I have space for it to be crafted in my inventory. Because the Which I- means I can just keep going as long as I can pick up right. ammo. And, and that's great, because, I mean, I... And it uh, means, the auto-crafting means I don't have to stop and open my inventory and do it my goddamn self. Right, and I think because the idea is, 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 is it's, it's keeping you moving. Yeah. It's keeping your forward momentum going, because they know that the fun thing is fighting the monsters. Well, I also think it's more intuitive, because mm. I think having to stop and craft something is actually counterintuitive to what they want, because you're fighting giant monsters that will wreck your shit very quickly if you are caught off guard. Right. So to force the player to stop and open an inventory <laughs> and mess with stuff is going to make them unguarded. Mm-hmm. So actually, I think the auto-crafting in that sense really, really helps with keeping the player in the moment and on their feet and letting things actually be a little bit faster than they could otherwise. Right, exactly. Because there's no load areas either. Because that was kind oh, of a thing man. in the other game where you, you hopped from load area to load area. Right. So if you needed to like craft something... You just hop out of the area, and the monster can't get to you unless it hops into that area, but usually it doesn't because it's, you know... I like how that almost became a, a strategy in and of itself. Yeah. Was if you needed to if you needed to run, you just go into the next area and do some quick crafting just in case something shows... It, it, it barrels into your area and decides to murder you. Mm-hmm. Um, they usually didn't because they'd usually stay in that little hub for a little while. Right. I remember when I but noticed... But open world, so like you don't have that option, really. There are places where you can hide. There are. There are like, or there are little nooks and crannies, or you can like position yourself in where I'm. I know that a an Anjanath or a Toby Kadachi is not going to go can't into go in this. Can't something. go in the caves or whatever. Which they certainly have given you those options, mm-hmm. but they won't always be available. You're not always going to be in an area where a cave is accessible, mm-hmm. and the stealth mechanic is reasonably not a hundred percent. Yeah, I, I do feel that the stealth mechanic uh, does, like, it, it serves you pretty well as long as you haven't aggroed anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and well, the, granted, uh, you're further along in the game than I am. I'm still, I'm st- I just broke into high rank. Mm-hmm. I haven't even found the Pink Rathian yet. Okay. Spoilers, I guess. Whatever. Um, I mean, Pink Rathian has been in... Sure, games. sure. It's not one of the new monsters. Right, no, I figured that. I just... Are um, we going to do spoilers? Uh, 
no. Okay. Uh, I, I think uh, I think what we would not what, even monsters. I think we can talk about monsters a little okay. bit. No story. No stories. No big story. Well, that's the thing about the story is that it's um. Now I like the story. I, I think it fleshes things out a little bit. It makes you kind of like the characters. It's very light and it's very simple, mm-hmm. and it it kind of it fleshes out the world a lot. It shows that these are not again the monsters are not evil, yeah, and the people don't even really hate the monsters. I like know. they're just trying to like survive. They're trying to survive, and and I actually like that they you get rewarded more for capturing monsters as opposed to just straight up killing them. Well the whole thing is that you're actually working on a research team that they're just trying to study the new world and they need hunters to help like protect them and guard them and stuff but you are essentially working for a research team. The the commission mm-hmm. as they call it and it's a it was like a what a 40 year long mission to the new world which is the new environment because the the Monster Hunter universe, it's kind of loose as to where all this stuff is located, but... Yeah, they, they don't have, like, a very set, this is the world and these are the continents. Like, the, each game is just kind of its own thing. Right, and... You know, there is kind of a map out there, but it's still a little... Mm, yeah, I mean, the new world itself is, like, this big deal because... And this, is, this isn't really a spoiler because it's part of the setup of the universe. They're following... These now the ultimate creatures, the ultimate monsters in the game are the elder dragons, yeah. and they are they are dragons in the sense that Godzilla is a dragon because the main sometimes sometimes sometimes, I sometimes mean, they are that big. Sometimes they are the size of like a small mountain like, or something, right? Or a rattler. I mean, well, they're they're they are, but they're powerful. Yeah. They're super powerful. I mean, I think the the kitten is technically. That's what I was wondering. Dragon. Is like it is classified as when I think of a when I think of an elder dragon, I think of a I think of Zora Zora Magdaros, or I think of um mm-hmm. the giant cobra one from I forget the name. It's called Dalamador, Dalamador, or something like mm-hmm. that. And um, so. The idea is that they're, they're re- this commission is going to the new world. You are along for this journey, mm-hmm. your character that you create, and your little palico buddy. Which oh, we'll get to the palicos. Oh, we're gonna get to the palicos, and um, you meet your handler, or as you said, you called her your wife. My wife. <laughs> yes. This is you. Just I just remember we were playing it, and you were just like. This, uh, I think I said something where I was like, uh, I just said like, no, I know, stop saying that. And you're like, it's just marriage. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's marriage is. Like, Don't yell at your wife. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, and she's, handlers are essentially an NPC that's out in the field with you and kind of acts as a... They, they don't really explain it, but you kind of get the gist that like, in this commission, hunters are paired up with a handler. Right. It, it's kind of a duo team. Everybody works, you know, in doubles where you have the hunter who actually does, like, the hunting, the fighting, the, all that kind of stuff. And the handler is the one who, like, keeps notes and keeps research paper and keeps track of, like, your missions and your shit. Right. They're your they're your secretary, essentially. Mm-hmm. They're your, your out there in the wilderness... Sleep in a mud sec- secretary. Yeah, but they're also kind of a researcher in and of themselves. Right. You know? And and your handler, and none of the characters have names, um, which is fine, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they all just go by titles. Right. There's the handler. There's the uh, commission, the field leader, whatever his name is. There's the commission commander yeah. or whatever. It's funny. You never really notice 
that they don't have names until you're like trying to talk about them. <laughs> yeah. Else you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. Why isn't this just Bill? Um, Bill. <laughs> Bill. I, I. That's what I call the. Uh, that's what I call the field lead team leader. It's Bill. Bill. It's Bill. The uh, what? And what I like about uh, the, the 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 building of the universe in this is that. You don't really meet, as I understand, you don't meet any, like, enemy humans. Mm-hmm. Everyone is on the same team. Mm-hmm. There is some lip service to the idea that there might be bad people out there, like pirates or whatever, but, oh, they, sure, but... they don't really talk about that. Like, yeah. it's, that's not the point of the game. But there are no bad guys. Right. There no, exactly. There's, there's no villains. There's no villains, just the monsters are just really powerful and super aggressive and you have to fight them. Yeah. And... Because they're causing havoc in some way. Right. Or, you know, you're trying to study their their patterns and everything, but you're also trying to kill them and make stuff. <laughs> and it's sort of this thing that you kind of have to... It's amazing that PETA hasn't, hasn't gotten on this game's ass. Oh, they have. They have? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. There's definitely, like, some article or something that's like, this game encourages, like... This game is not good for environmentalism because it just encourages, like, rampant... Killing of ants. Like a yeah, you guys dog. kill dogs. Yeah, you do. You kill a lot of dogs and a lot of cats. Eat all of my ass. Peter's a bad company. They're real bad. They're, the real They're bad. really bad people. They're bad people. Anyway, Monster yeah. Hunter. Any Monster Hunter. So. <laughs> Peter bad, Monster Hunter good. So, I'm trying to think of some other notes about the story, but the story, like I said, it's kind of simple. It's got mm-hmm. some colorful characters in it. I really like the second commission. The second research team leader, she's like this. Yeah, she's like this this skyship commander who's also they're, smoking pot. What fleet are they? Because they're all fleets. They're there's, fleets. Yeah, you're part of the fifth fleets. fleet, yeah. which is the most recent one to come to the New World. She's like the third fleet or something. Like yeah, that. she's something like that, and uh, I like her a lot. Well, that's the thing she's about in this. in charge of the research commission, which is like this library in like this floating blimp. Yeah, which, which is I, really cool. Isn't that great? And their whole thing is like they're, they're the research commission. They are literally just researchers and scientists. They have no. They don't really have any hunters. Closest yeah. thing they have are the palicos. Yeah, but they come to the commission like to, when they need something. Right, they need a hunter to do something. Her her brother actually is part of the research commission in the main commission. Yeah, and he like, got he gets real nervous when he found out that she's. I guess still alive. Yeah, which is it's just little little things, oh, little yeah. things just to kind little of little bitty character details flesh out the world, and it's cute. If you're paying and, attention; it's kind of a little reward. And you don't have to pay attention to any of this. I would wonder why you wouldn't, because it's just it's fun and it's mm-hmm. it's inter- it's entertaining. And there's a um, and that's another thing. Again, fleshing out the world. There's these different races. Like, besides the monsters, there are humans, mm-hmm. and the humans come in the full rainbow, um, which I appreciate, because oh, yeah. it's like, you know... Very diverse cast. Very diverse cast, and they're all um, they're all very beefy. Everybody's real beefy. <laughs> you have to be beefy. If the you're hunters gonna... are, at least. The hunters, true, but, I mean, you have to... I was, that's what I was going to say. You have to be beefy if you're going to... If you're gonna uh, carry around a, uh, a a sword made out of a dinosaur's jawbone, yeah. yeah. Um, sorry, a dragon's jawbone. Um, and then there's the uh, the Wyvernians, Wyvernians. Yeah, the Wyvernians. Wyvernians, I which guess. Which are like they're a very small race. They're like halfling size. Are they the same as the other ones, though? I don't know if they're the same as the tall. Do they ones. just? Is that just what they look like when they get old? I don't know. See, this this is another thing is that the game they never really 
They never really I, specified. We could probably look this up on the wiki. I'm sure we could. I it's. I mean, I guess I've got it here. You, but. you can tell them though because they have these. They're not quite elf ears, but yeah, big pointed ears. Yeah, they um, kind of droop. Yeah. And the 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 Ravernians that look or whatever they are that look more like people, they have claws. Mm-hmm. I've noticed, which I think it's implied that they must be descended from the monsters in some way. Possibly again. Wiki. Yeah, I'm sure we could look it up. We're not gonna. Nah. Um, and then there's the, I, I know, um, <laughs> I'm getting, I'm getting people pointing at me, trying to backseat drive. It's my show. I would never. <laughs> so, um, and then there's the, now, are they felines, grimalkins, or palicos? Because they're basically cats. Um, I'm sure, like, I think they're all from, like a shared genus. Right. Um, and I'm not sure if any of those three names are the genus, but basically the palicos mm-hmm. are the friendly ones, basically, the, the tamed ones. I right. Guess. They're the ones who, they, they live alongside the humans and the yeah, Wyvernians. They live in the society with people. Then there are the, what was the other ones? Grimalkins? The Phalines. I think, you know, I think Phalon might be the, the shared of all of them. thing. If only I had a, the uh, accumulation of all human knowledge in front of me. Yeah, um, in your pocket or something. Nah. Literally queued up to the page. <laughs> but it's not the wiki, though. Uh, it's just the Wikipedia. And the, the Grimalkins are basically, they're also the little cat creatures, oh, right. but they're wild. <laughs> right. They're they're basically tribal. Yeah. And um, they will sometimes team up with you. They just, they don't like live in your society which is an yeah and that's a nice little um that's a nice little bit of world building is that the um and also a nice uh, story a nice um gameplay mechanic is that the wild uh, grimalkins cuz cuz the the palicos you have your little cat friends mm-hmm. and they help you out in battle yeah and they also can collect stuff for you and although um uh when we were playing, when we were playing Monster Hunter over on Rage Select, uh, Jeff pointed out he didn't understand why he didn't understand why the the, the palicos couldn't just be set, be like, be assigned to si- find stuff for you. You know, mm. you think that would have improved things, or you think that's kind of a non-issue? I mean, I think it's kind of a non-issue. Yeah. Um. What? Like, does he just want them to be on the field with you gathering? Yeah, like, so that way he wouldn't have to gather stuff and he could just chase down monsters. I mean, gathering is so easy in this game. It is. You just run by stuff and click. I got it. Yeah. I got it's, it. It's, it's not like the previous Boop. games where you had to stop and kneel down and gather. And slowly and pick stuff up. up. And then, oh, can do it again, so let me kneel back down. Like, uh, they, yeah, you just you hit it. There's a couple things where you have to do that, but they're like special gathering points. Exactly, and and for the most part, yeah, you can just run by stuff, hit the button, you just grab it while you're going. Right, and that's you know, and, and so so that's all. That's but and they are, but they're fun. The to have higher along level and, your cat is, like they will start to gather a couple things for you. Right, and and, and I've seen that, and I've seen them, uh, and they can they can actually do some damage if they're out in the field with you and fighting the monsters with you. I mean, really, um, really, the point of them is that if you're playing solo, they are another thing for the monster to aggro. So it's not on your ass the whole time. Right. Okay. Um, well, uh, 
Yeah, and that's and that's uh, on top of that. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, how many times I've had my ass saved just by my palco being a meat shield. Yeah, and because um, if you're the only thing for the monster to aggro, you're gonna have a real bad time because you're not gonna have a lot time. of openings. It's a bad time. It's a bad time. I, 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 of course, if you join up with a couple of with at least three or more uh, hunters, you're gonna the palcos go away. Yeah, and it's just the hunters because it's yeah. like they're like you're fine. You're fine. Yeah. But, uh, if you have just two people, then it's two people and two palicos. But as soon as the third person hops in, yeah. palicos leave. Uh, I think someone else in this room would but probably love the palicos, though. Like, unquestionably. Because I can see at least three little friends in this room who basically would look... Are basically palicos. Oh. Uh, they're the best. And actually, there was a shared... I think you called it a shared cultural experience. Where... <laughs> People were making Monster Hunter uh, because you can you can customize your character and you can customize your palico, and you can actually pick which voice your palico has, which consists of different pitches, I think, which consists of meow, meow, and meow, Mm. and and every cat in the world was being confused by this because they're they're very realistic sounding. Yeah, I was gonna say your little 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 loop. Yep. Loop, little That's loop, her. was uh, was very confused. Yeah, I, I got a video of her where I'm, I'm testing out the cat sounds, and she's like staring at my TV. Well, she kept going back into your room yeah, because she, she thought, thought it was like- a cat was in there. <laughs> she's like going back and forth. She'd like walk into the living room and like look at the TV, and then go back into my room and then come back out <laughs> and look at the TV. Like, <laughs> did not figure that one it's out. It's so great, she's and. And oh my god, isn't the chef Palico the best? He's really He's awesome. the best character. He's this big burly chef Palico with one eye. With one eye and he's always standing here, I don't know why I'm doing this, it's audio, but he's always standing around with his <laughs> arms crossed. <laughs> he's like this old samurai oh, or something, but he's a chef. Mm-hmm. And his contribution is he puts a sprig <laughs> on the thing like the little other little Palicos, they all make the food and he's like they all are all like, meow, 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 meow. And he goes, <laughs> That's all he ever does. It's, it's so cute. And there's Poogie. There's always Poogie! Poogie's a pig. He's a pig, and he wears pajamas. <laughs> and you can pet him. Great. And nothing else. Yeah, there's like no point to Poogie. <laughs> it's not. He's just there. <laughs> just there for you to, to dick around to with. To love. To love. To have and to hold. And really, that's what it's all about. Is that what Monster Hunter is about? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Poogie. Poogie. Lo- loving Poogie. <laughs> that was the point all along. Is that what I haven't reached yet? Is that the end game content? It's turned out with Poogie all along. Poogie's the final monster. It's a Silent Hill-ass joke ending. Oh, <laughs> with shit. Poogie. Oh, God. Well, real quick. Real quick. Let's talk about our favorite monsters. Like, not just from this game, but from across the board, your favorite all-time monsters from the games. Because I'm sure that's what people actually want to know about. Because, like, you talk about... I've been talking about how the monsters are the stars. We haven't really talked about the monsters themselves. So, give me me a couple. Okay. Uh, So... From this most recent one, mm-hmm. I love the Palumu. I know you love the poofball. I mean, I I love bats. Mm-hmm. Like I I, I hadn't picked up on that. Bats. Hmm, weird. Mm. Yeah, I know. Weird. Right. Made my little like Wednesday Adam dress. Yeah. <laughs> um. No, bats are like some of my favorite animals in the world. So when I saw that Monster Hunter has a bat monster that's pink, it's a I died. White and pink oh God. bat monster. And it, like, poofs up like yeah. It's like I'm all big now, and he oh, floats around like a balloon. Gosh, I love it. Yeah. There's sometimes they'll just have these completely absurd monsters. Oh, it's absolutely absurd, and I love it. Can you think of any others? Like, hmm. and I love that. Just uh, as a quick note, the Palomu, um, 
armor. Yeah. It's like this poofy collared, like like you and this giant the hat. Hat like the Russian, the like, Russian poofy hat. hat. Yeah. It's real dumb. It's, oh, I love it's cute. it. She, she her boots when you have it on the female look uh-huh. like almost. Um, like Rogue the Bat from Sonic. Oh, boots okay. And they got like a little heart on the knee pads oh, and everything. Oh, God. I know. It's hurt. It hurts me. Right. Okay, so any others? Um, I mean, from the new game, like, Puke Puke. You love Puke Puke. He's and that thing so is disgusting. Goofy. I know it's like a big chameleon monster. He's a chameleon slash, like... Dragon. Yeah. Oh, he's great. That spits venom. He's Oh, he's and his tongue goes. Blah, blah, blah. And his name is Puke Puke. <laughs> like, let's be honest. It's the best. Do you, do you have any from older games that you can think of that you really like? Um, I'm trying to think if there if there's one that I, I particularly like from Try or Try Ultimate. Mm. Um, give me a minute to think. Okay. I I. I I guess I kind of like the purple royal Ludroth, but that's mostly because I liked my armor from it. Right. Well, the royal the Ludroth in general is this big spongy fish lizard. Yeah. Um, cool. But I miss I miss my armor. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm missing some of the some of those monsters. I've always had a soft spot for the Legiacris because it's just it's just awesome. Legiacris is pretty cool. It's this big, you know, big plesiosaurus sea dragon, and then the, the ivory one's real cool. Yeah, the, he's white like white. Yeah. yeah. Um I prefer the blue, but but the white is pretty badass. Um uh I really like Zenogre, which mm-hmm. is this crazy wolf mm-hmm. dragon that shoots Electric lightning. One, yeah. Electrical wolf dragon that's like That guy's pretty cool. And I love that his area is like this Japanese like feed this field like feudal Japan looking like yeah. almost rice paddy feel that he like s- like slowly stalks through it's <laughs> fucking cool yeah the Legombi's pretty cool which one's that one the bunny oh god the bunny it, it share oh. it shares basically a model with the bear oh yeah I like the bear the bear's pretty cool I can't remember this name yeah uh, Roth Urzaroth, Urzaroth, something like that. Ursa something. But, uh, yeah, it's the same basic models. We're professionals. Details. I know. <laughs> yeah, the uh, Gumby. He's a big bunny. That's yeah. an old one, too. The, the bunny is amusing. I always, uh, like, as soon as I saw him, and I've said this earlier, but as soon as I saw him, the Anjanath, big, big, feathery, like, this vulture T-Rex with, like, this collar of feathers, and... The, like, red head. Yeah, and he... he Pops up like weird wings for no reason, just because he looks scarier. He just goes, bah! and then he breathes fire. Um, I like him. Uh, uh, Bracadillas. Oh, that's the that's the one that has explosive gel that comes out of it. It secretes yeah. explosive gel, but it's like a T Rex. He's like Ava Unit One colors, like purple with the green slime. Yes. Yeah. The, so they had in in try and try. Actually, I think he might be exclusive to Ultimate. We tried to fight him. I, I remember, and it went real bad. Yeah, it always goes bad. I think he's in try. <laughs> I think he was in Ultimate. Yeah, he. I remember they really pushed him when uh, they included him in Try Ultimate. Yeah. He was kind of the face of that game. Yeah, of he's, that he's version. weird. Yeah, dinosaur looking thing, but he's purple. And then he's got he has his little claws and fists all the time, but he covers them with spit that is like slime, green explosive slime. So if he hits you with it, it will eventually explode. If you don't like, you gotta get you gotta it off roll somehow. And get it off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I've always I've had this like this animosity relationship with the Baroth because I got real good you at fighting Baroth, him. Man. I just fucking <laughs> I got the armor set. 
I killed enough of him and his kind to get the armor. Well, it used to be that you would have to fight. You would have to, like, that's one of the things I really appreciate about the new game is that you can get armor sets fairly quickly. Yeah. As opposed to the older games where if you want a full Baroth armor set, you're going to have to fight him. Fun fighting it 15 times. Yeah, 15, 20 times. And at that point, it's not fun anymore. It's just work. Because I'm like, oh, God, now my sword is dull. I'm going to have to go sh- now I'm to go sharpen it. Oh, God, he ran over me. So, anyway. Like you do. Yeah. Did you think of any others? Hmm. I mean, there's just so many. There's so many. I... The fight got tedious after a while, and I didn't like to do it, but I do very much like the design and the concept of the, uh, the Cadus, who is the big, bad underwater one from Tron. Oh, with that crazy horn thing going on? Yeah. He's kind of the end boss of that game. Yeah, kind of this big Mosasaur, like, kind of weird, like, puffy throat thing. The, uh, the first time you fight that battle, it's real cool. Like, mm-hmm. it's all underwater, and it's got this really cool music, like this track playing in the background that's like a chanting kind of... Oh, because cause he's an Elder Dragon, right? Yeah, he's, yeah. The, he's the Elder Dragon of the game, basically. I mean, is Nergigante an Elder Dragon? Yes. Oh, well, see, that makes sense. It's a weird name. Has, have you not gotten to the game? Have you got, not gotten to the part where the game explains what he is? No. All I, all I have gotten to is when... Um, uh, we were fighting, well, I don't want to get into spoilers, yeah. but he showed up and people were like, it's Nergigante! And I'm like, oh crap! Yeah, no! Everything I've worked for is now going to turn to a rope of sand! <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> See, you haven't, have you not fought the Zoramagdaros the second time? I did. And he showed up again. I thought it explained to you what Nope, they were just like, ah! Okay. <laughs> He's here! Interesting. Front screaming. I didn't even fight him. Yeah, he no, just you left. Just, you just ignore him. Yeah, he just left. I think he fought one of the other people I called in because I'm like, oh, surely I'm going to have to kill him. Nope, he just left. Nah, uh, he just normally leaves after a while. All right, well, I'll look it up later, I guess. Or maybe I'll just keep playing the game. Whichever. Game. <laughs> like the Kirins. Kirins are cool. Kirins are very cool. Yeah. Okay, I think we have yammered about Monster Hunter long enough. Um, oh, it's so good. Yes. Um, stay tuned because we are probably going to have an extra addendum to this episode because someone... <laughs> <laughs> uh, has uh well you know this is a little something that I think we're gonna I think we're gonna add a little review corner onto the end of certain episodes. So uh, he's glowering at. Me. <laughs> I haven't even seen it yet. I haven't had time yet. But uh, you're yeah. gonna love it. I'm sure I will. I'm sure I will. But anyway, I don't love it. <laughs> <laughs> I believe your words were wackadoo Japan nonsense or something. <laughs> All right. Well, that was that was a lot of fun. Rebecca, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for inviting me. Hey, I love talking about Monster Hunter, Ma- Monster Hunters. I'd like to have you back on for some stuff down in the down the line. Maybe we'll talk about Digimon. Hell yeah, yeah, boy. We don't even doesn't even have to be necessarily kaiju related stuff or monster related stuff. We can just we can talk about Utena for an episode. Hell if you yeah, want. <laughs> I know you like that. That'd be like five episodes. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh God, no. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna I'll are we gonna thesis? Are we gonna explain what the goddamn uh, mouse uh, mouse monkey is? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and with that. I think we're going to call it. Do you have anything you want to plug real quick? Do you want to plug your channel again? Or, I mean, you said at the top, but um, remind anybody? I mean, if you have the time, uh, I'm definitely trying to get that new podcast off the ground. So, Liminal Space, is Liminal that it? Liminal Space. All right, we cool. Are on, um, we are on iTunes now, and we are also on SoundCloud. So you can find either Excellent. of those. And we have our own website. 
which you can stream on as well. But well, thank you, thank you. That's that's uh, that's great. Uh, and you guys know me. I'm Matt Frank. You can find me at Matt. If you just Google Matt Frank, you'll find my stuff. I Kaiju uh, uh, Samurai Spanksill eighty five Matt's old. Oh God, eighty five. We just had Mongolian. Don't um, and uh, <laughs> we had so Mongolian stir fry. It's good. It's real good. Um, and, um, yeah, uh, oh, and, uh, you can also listen to my stuff over at, uh, rageselect.com. I'm on there pretty much once a week. So, unless I'm out of town, in which Jeff's just out of luck. Um, <laughs> she just cries every episode. He does. He does. In a whole episode of soft weeping. <laughs> From the depths of. Wait, we already did that. Yeah. We did that earlier. We're still here. Yes, we've you already, are you? We've already emerged from. The I've house. I've kind of uh, went into a fugue state. I think for a little while. So you slept like the ancient elder ones. Yes, the old ones. That's how it. That's how it goes. After you should you see a doctor about that. Whoa, there's somebody else in the room now. <laughs> Well, uh, really? Is this is this really? how he wakes up every day? <laughs> I know, like like just startle. Like I I come in, he's ah. So as you may have noticed, gentle listeners. That is still not accepted, the presence of other people on the planet. No. No. no it's all just me. Me and my hundreds of Godzilla toys. <laughs> Those are my only real friends. Is this going to be like the man who mistook his wife for a hat scenario going on where it's... Is that a thing that happened? Oh my god. Yeah. Man yes. took his wife for a what? It's a psychological study. There was a guy and he thought his wife was a hat. Okay, we're not talking about this, right? <laughs> we're going to put a pin in that. What about the guy who thought his ass was the hole in the ground? Oh, my God. That guy. <laughs> that guy. That guy. So, as you may have noticed, gentle listeners, it's a different setup right now. Um, Chris is on mic, actually, instead of just yelling. I'm, across. I'm, your, I'm your resident troublemaker on this yeah, show. Yes, so. you are. I'm double the troublemaker when I, your wife is here as well. Oh, Lord. Um, that's right. <laughs> I say exasperatedly. Like, two of my favorite people. Well, you know. How dare we? Yeah. Um, yeah, but, when, when we team up, our powers multiply. They do. Yeah. <laughs> that's why this is going to be a short addendum <laughs> to the previous episode. Rebecca, sadly, is not here with us for this part of it. Rebecca, no. She has an actual life um, <laughs> with actual responsibilities. She's not just running around eating pot pies and kicking people. Um, <laughs> sounds like a pretty good life, though. Actually, that's right? pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, um... What are we here for? We are here for, uh, I guess this will probably be like, this will actually, I think it'll be a fun new little feature, a little review corner. Okay. We'll come with a better name than that. If you have a, if you have a better name for it, comment! Yeah, what's Japanese for review corner? Uh, I could say it in an offensive accent, but Don't Toshi would fly across the Pacific and punch me in the mouth. So. Yes, he rightfully should. <laughs> he, he gave John Rubio a pass, but I think that may have just been John Rubio. Yeah, well, John Rubio, that's a whole other box of snakes. He, um, he, was, he was having fun at Harris's expense. Okay. Oh, houses out of my corner. Yeah, he, <laughs> he did that the first time I was on the Leog. Yeah, so... Scandal. Anyway, so we're here to talk about uh, a a new one of the one of the new one of the latest in a string of live action anime adaptations called Gintama. Is that correct? Because I was calling it Gintama for a little bit. 
Yeah, but then we watched the movie, and it's and it's Gintama. Well, well, Gintama is never actually. <laughs> Morgan's like, I paid attention. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because they never actually say Gintama in the movie because Gintama is like a play on word. The, the main character's name is Gintoku. Gintoki. Wait, we just watched this movie. Gintoki. I got it. I it's got it the Gintoki, second time. Yes, Gintoki Sakata. But we'll get to that in a bit. So this was, uh, as most anime are, it was originally a manga, sure. and then was adapted into an animated series, and now was adapted into a feature film, which came out last year, and, um, oh wow, it came out last summer, actually. Wow, so this just, and this just came out in Blu-ray? just now coming out, at least in America. Right. And it's brought to us by, uh, the company that, that brought it to us is uh, mostly known for doing kung fu films, aren't they? Well Go USA? I mean, they've done several. I don't know if that's what they're mostly known they're for. They're pretty well but... known for doing kung, kung fu, but they do a, they do a lot of like horror, and yeah, like, stuff like that. Crazy. Uh, oh, oh no, wait. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I saw something I recognized. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> no, they. I saw an ad for the Bloodthirsty trilogy, and I'm like, ooh. Uh, that's not what we're reviewing. I know. <laughs> well, we will though. That's going to be on an episode, I'm sure. I mean, they're going to send that to me, so maybe Sweet. we'll make that for your next episode. That would be thing, an so. excellent idea. So, the basic setup of this story, such as it is, is, uh, well, first of all, it's it, this is very specifically a, the anime itself is already kind of a parody of anime. Like, it's a comedy series. I can't tell the difference. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's, that's fair. That's a fair that's observation. Fair. Yeah. Um, but it, so, so the movie, as a result, is a, is a kind of a parody of anime, live action anime adaptations. Mm. Like, it starts off, there's... And you got only maybe 20 minutes into this. 20, 25 minutes before I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> not, not your bag. Not, not your bag. for me. <laughs> yeah, and that's totally understandable, which is funny because they call that out by saying, like, look, they have a little Tokyo Broadcasting Service style intermission where the characters are all represented by poorly animated sprites, and they start yelling at the screen about, uh, yelling at each other, rather, about how, no, 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 we can't, we can't do the full setup. We have to slow things down for new audiences, because the fans of the manga are going to be, are going to write really bad reviews of this. Oh, okay. I didn't even get far enough in to write a review, so I'm oh, more here to shit. go, like, have it explained to me. <laughs> right. What is this movie even about? I had 25 minutes and well, I couldn't tell you what it was about. I mean, the basic setup is... You guys don't even know. No, we do. It's just that the movie's not really even about the setup. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. It's it's kind of... And neither Matt nor I have read the original Gintama manga. Okay. So we have no idea... We're if, coming in fresh. Yeah, we have no idea... We know if, manga and anime, but... But we have no idea if this is really true to the source material or if this is more of like the highlight reel of the source material <laughs> right. i'm more inclined to believe it's of a high right highlight reel variety i i deeply respect their breaking of the fourth wall at numerous intervals <laughs> and like they just they went to 11 like they really just went there yeah. they're like you know what let's take all the weirdest craziest parts of this entire series cut them out, and put them without context <laughs> into a live-action movie. It'll I be feel, great. I'm watching this, I was like, I feel like this is what Matt would see if he did a bunch of whippets. I mean, <laughs> we, we'll see one day, I'm sure. Uh, haven't haven't gone down that row yet. The the whippets, goofballs? The hippie crack? Hippie crack, is that what it's called? Yeah. It's the the Mary Jane Watson? No, wait, that's just... 
marijuana. The Mary Jane Watson. <laughs> you you are so unhypocritical. <laughs> I know. Do you fall. do you know what I do for? Oh. <laughs> anyway, so the basic premise, which again has nothing to really do with the movie, it's just set up, is that at some point in Japan's history, like during the Sengoku Jidai, during the samurai era. Aliens appeared and changed the, so this is like an alternate history Japan where, where in real life, in real modern, in real actual Japan, there was this big cultural shift where basically all the samurai were outlawed and all the swords were taken away because of this attempted rebellion and everything. And there was this big cultural shift and it was, it was a real culture war. In this is sort of a reinterpretation of that, where instead of it being this cultural shift and these changing governments and stuff, it was aliens. Sure. <laughs> and the aliens outlawed all the samurai, because the samurai tried to rebel, and then they, they outlawed the samurai and took away all their swords, and now... It's about, like, a, like the main characters, several of the main characters are samurai, including Gin, Gin Toki? Oh my god, we just watched the movie. <laughs> is it one of the three people who live together? Isn't one of them an alien themselves? Yeah, yes. the, the red-headed girl. Why yeah. is she living with them? Why is she hanging out? I'm sure them? it's explained in the manga. Okay, so it was <laughs> Yeah, never... they, they literally just skipped over that. They said, in I think in the movie, like they directly said, like for reasons that are very complicated, she lives here now. And yeah. They just didn't, <laughs> they didn't get into it. Which I... Because this did feel like it was, like, chapter 19. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I mean. Like, I really think they just sliced out the bits from the manga story that they just really liked, and they plunked it in. And they're just like, this is fine. People that are familiar with it will get it. Who and cares? people who aren't familiar with it will maybe be amused that it's so wacky. Say it's better than trying to cram in, like, eight mm-hmm. GNs into one two-hour movie. But that being said, this did what I felt felt like we were already seven or eight grade GNs into. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just, like, not really clear. What is their thing? What are they doing? What are they trying to accomplish? I mean, they're the roommates. The roommates, they're, they're a, well, technically they're Ronin, which are swords for hire, even though they can't. Yeah, they have a wooden sword. They have a, well, guy, guy has a wooden sword, but they, they're, they're odd jobs. They just go around, to, they don't throw hats, but they go around. Like James Bond villains? <laughs> I mean, for the right They're price. offensive That's stereotypes? Right. You would be right there. Yeah. But, um. Fair enough. Yeah, but they, um, <laughs> but they, yeah, they go off on odd jobs. Like the first thing they do is they try to get the Shogun's, uh, Golden Beetle back because there's this whole thing in Japanese culture about every summer you go out and you can find beetles. It's shit that you know if you know stuff about Japan. Right. But, uh, and, and they've s- got like the rhino beetle, right? Which is like the yeah, rarest. These big beetles. badass yeah, beetles. Yeah, the big cocktail that- beetles. Big- I got, I think I got just shortly after they like think they see it and it's huge, but then it's just a dude wearing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I actually I loved like, that. That was so surprising. On? That, that, at that point I was all in and I was like, they, they just, They're- there's just this guy in this fucking beetle costume and he is just the most deadpan serious face man. And they're all like car- clearly characters from the manga that they're just they're burning through all these introductions of this one scene. It's like, these are all characters in the manga you sh- that you should know if you read the manga, but you didn't, so we're just going to introduce them all in this one s- slapstick sequence. I deeply respect that, though. Oh, yeah. Like, instead of doing, like, this this meandering flashback to try to cram in all the exposition that's clearly, like, an entire arc within the manga to explain who the fuck these people are, <laughs> they're just like... 
This is a different, or, this is a different format, so we got to do it. Or right. we could strip one down, paint him in honey, put the other one in a giant beetle costume, and just casually mention that the other one is addicted to mayonnaise. And you know what? That's all you need to know. So wow, weird. she fucking it's nailed so it. So weird. Yeah, like, the, so they, the one dude's like standing, like doing the like the the Karate Kid thing, covered <laughs> in honey, and then they're like, "Oh, well, that's a thing." Oh well, my that's, god, that's the, the gorilla. That's Mr. Gorilla or he whatever is his so name is. His eyes. Quads. As is the guy wearing the beetle outfit. As is the dude who's smearing mayonnaise all the trees who even they're like well we're not sure the beetles actually like mayonnaise but he really likes (laughs) (laughs) and and honestly i mean now again the movie is intentionally making fun and i really actually respected this they are making fun of live action anime adaptations in, in doing that because i'm thinking about movies like um I'm thinking of two opposite ends of the spectrum. You've got the Devil Man movie from back in like 2004 or something. That was an adaptation of a long running manga. They literally did just the entire series in like a two hour movie. Mm. And it sucks. Like it's a terrible movie. It's got some creative stuff in it, but. Right. I mean, they they destroyed the world at the end of the, of the movie. Okay. Um. And then Hashtag spoilers. you have the opposite end of the spectrum, which is whatever. This opposite end of the spectrum, which is um, the Attack on Titan movies, which don't follow the manga. They Spielberg that shit. Where what, they? What do you mean? They just blaze their own trail and go. Well, this is based from the same starting point, but we're telling a totally different story. Well, yeah, they just they take uh, broad strokes of like, okay, we've got this these characters and this setting, and this is the conflict, but we're gonna. We've completely different character dynamics to try to fit this within a two-hour uh, time span. Okay, and fans hate both of those. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, well, anime fans hate everything, but um, except for just straight anime. Except for straight anime, yeah. Yeah. Uh, don't even then. Anime. Yeah, yeah. Fine. So uh, this, you I got too res- much anime in my anime. <laughs> <laughs> so this, I respected that they t- were trying something new. I-, I think by the by the midway point, it felt like. They were falling into those tropes, though. Well, they kind of have to. Like, it's 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 what they. The do. story has to kick in. The, yeah, the, it's like it's like it's gotta be about something. Yeah, right. it's sort of like halfway through we go, oh right, the plot, and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one of our recurring things whenever we watch movies, especially Japanese movies, because yeah. we're like, oh yeah, the plot, because <laughs> you'll remember that. Suddenly. Meanwhile, back at the plot. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's been forty-five minutes. But let's go back to our story. Basically. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the... Uh, so the main... The actual conflict has nothing to do with the aliens. The whole thing with the aliens and the... is just an excuse to have modern technology with samurai. And lots of crazy weird people. Because all the yeah. aliens yeah. seem to be like anthropomorphized humanoid versions of various animals. Uh, oh my god, yeah. but they're all just walking around in like those rubber horse masks. <laughs> like, like, I just I was dying watching like the dude in like the the rubber horse mask we've, we've yep. seen a billion times. Yes. You can buy it anywhere. Yes. And that's supposed to be an alien. And I'm like, I guess it doesn't matter with something this absurd, but still you're like, it's that rubber horse yeah, I know. They use well, it in, I mean, way to keep your budget in check. Right, I mean, they use it all the time. Like I've seen so many Japanese productions that just use that horse mask. <laughs> but the the actual thrust of the plot is that someone is going around killing people, and it turns out it's this 
well, they say he's this well-known villain, even though we've never met him before, so clearly he has several arcs attributed to him in the manga. Mm. Or at least, like, one big one. Yeah, exactly. And then it turns out that there's this whole conspiracy going on with this guy who was friends with Gintoki back when they were kids, and and there is, like, this betrayal, Shakespearean, like, you betrayed me, but you were my friend, we fought together, that kind of shit, but, but between all that, there's way, a lot of Gundam references, (laughs) there's, they're just throwing manga, they're, they're actually referencing other manga in the movie. Okay. Like, they talk about Dragon Ball Z several times. Oh yeah, like, they have the Dragon Ball Z manga in the movie, and they read it. In the movie. That's weird. It's like, pr- they stopped the movie to read the manga. Oh, it's so weird. It's this whole thing is like meta within a meta within yeah. a meta. It really I is. I would describe it as a, as a, would you describe it as like a Japanese Deadpool kind of scenario? I mean, yeah, there's just, there's a lot of fourth wall breaking. There's a lot of references to like, like, like they bring up um, Nausicaa at one point, mm-hmm. but they actually, they bleep out Nausicaa. And another, a, another unrelated character turns to look at a third unrelated character is like, is this legal? Are we going to get in trouble for this? <laughs> and he's like, it's he's fine, like, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, we'll fix it in post. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that felt like the entire movie. Was we'll fix it in post, and it sort of did. Yeah, it was just, it was very, the humor was great. It was very deadpan. It was very physical. I'm glad you liked the humor. I was a little put off by it sometimes. I, I personally, I don't like it when live action type things try to take on the physical aspects of anime. Mm-hmm. Like to me, because. Because they are physical, real people in the real world, it doesn't work as well. Mm-hmm. And but they did a great job with just like the fate, like as they got like the slow punch, like the faces <laughs> yeah. that they made, <laughs> and just the deadpan delivery. Like that, who was that one Gundam reference where that guy oh, was like, "Well, I don't want to spoil that because it's kind of an out of nowhere thing. Okay, and it's it's a little too good. You're so, right. It was one of the best jokes in the entire movie. Yeah, but I, I mean, and that's the thing is. Uh, I mean, Chris, this isn't going to be for you. It's, no, I, it's I, I not. Said, I tried. Yeah, I, I was like, this isn't for. It's me. it's really not for. It's not. I would say that if you do, if you are even a casual anime fan, you are going to recognize some tropes that they're kind of messing with, and this fucking penguin thing. Yeah, oh my <laughs> god, the penguin thing! He's like at his pet. Alien, who's just like a big penguin theme park mascot. Yeah, I was gonna say it looks oh, like but, a theme but, park. But, ma- but like that's part. That's a that's a joke in the movie. They keep that addressing they it like in live. Like that one point, the characters are all sitting around looking yeah, at it. Like like it's sitting across from them on a chair, and the two characters are just sort of quietly talking to each other. Like you know, in in anime, this this kind of makes sense. Like it fits in with the world, but here, like. It's just a guy in a suit. And the other one is like, like, I can see the guy yeah, in the terrible. suit. Uh, I mean... And then at one point he falls over and you see the legs? Like, oh my god! It's... I I would have to say that I I, I do... I, I didn't love it, but I did respect them for them going there mm-hmm. as much as they did. I was a little annoyed by the fact that the green screen was really bad in a lot of shots. Oh, it and really, like, like, shockingly so was. It like, felt it's, small. It felt, it felt in line with the, with kind of, like, the, the, the joyfully cheap aesthetics of the of the show, like the the costumes to me feel very much like like cosplay costumes. Like yeah. they're, they're they're a little too bright, they're a little too clean. I guess I like I liked your observation, which was 
uh, what was it like? So I guess these cosplayers just got lost in the woods. <laughs> I mean, that's what it looks like, though, but that's kind of part of the charm. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's intentionally done that way. Sure. But then, yeah, like, the entire last half of the movie is kind of on this terrible green screen where, like, nobody really looks like they exist in space and, like, the lighting is blown out because oh. they're outside, I guess. But I was like, that's ah, a little too far. Like, you could have had a set for this. Remember the, remember the quote-unquote feminist? <laughs> oh, my, I wanted to kill that guy. Uh. He was, like, that's one thing that I was like, really? This is what we're doing? We're, I don't know. I, I don't even really. You got to, I mean, if, if you're listening and, and any of this sounds interesting, you got to see it for yourself. Just be, just know that there's some. 32 minutes. It's, wow. it's a. It, it's, it's a dra- bit of a slog. So the the beginning part is the best part. Like yeah. it's oh, yeah. it's kind of rapid fire. It's Basically almost the part you saw. Yeah. It's almost okay. like an anthology of like the greatest hits of the series, I guess. Yeah, because I'm like she was telling me before you got here. I was like, yeah, I got about this far, and it was just to the point. It was just so goofy. I didn't even know what was going on. I was like, you know what? This is a very Japanese sense of humor. And I don't mm-hmm. think it's my sense of humor, and I. But maybe Matt and Morgan will dig it. And she's like, oh, you should have kept watching. Oh, what happened? Like it got really sad. I'm like, that's not selling me. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. It's it does it does drag a little bit towards the middle because we have our 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 like our big dramatic climax where there's total of, tonal yeah. shift, second end end of second act low point kind of thing, and it was weird. But again. If you if you watch anime and you have the kind of weird fascination with live action uh, Japanese movies, especially like me, you might get something out of it. Uh, I, I recommend it. I think uh, I think I recommend it. If we're gonna go by the uh, rating system, sure, whatever you like. Uh, I would unless uh, I don't want to jump into that unless you had some more points you wanted to make. Uh, <laughs> not to put you on the spot or anything. But I mean, what are your points? I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna I, I don't know. I just I I liked the comedy. I liked the comedic timing. I thought all the actors were really great. Uh, yeah, it dragged in the middle because they were trying to do the dramatic anime thing, mm. and then the ending I thought was a little bit more traditional shonen, like like fighting, but for like our friends and, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. The beginning was the best part for me. It. I mean it. It piqued my interest. I'm actually probably going to go try and find the series to read now. Like, okay. it seems like an interesting world. Fair enough. All right. Well, then I think I'm going to give this... Uh, well, first, Chris, based on the 20 minutes you saw... I'm, I'm not, you're not going to give it. You're not going to give a rating? <laughs> it'd be unfair for me to give it. All right. All right. Well, then I think I am going to give this... Um, maybe, uh, maybe six and a half, maybe even seven out of ten... Um, uh, uh, tonally out of place anime references. <laughs> if you were to give it a number, I would have to give it six and a half Elizabeths. <laughs> <laughs> All right, excellent. That's it for the first review corner. We'll try this again when uh, Chris doesn't want to review something. Yeah, what, yeah right. <laughs> What's this? It's from Japan. Let's call Matt. <laughs> Matt, will you watch this? <laughs> I'm not enjoying this. Will you watch it for me? <laughs> Story of my life. Happy killing monsters every day, no problem. They don't want to bite on the blade. I'm too awesome. Jogging through the jungle, jumping around all these tall trees. I'm a trooper. Jack the world on me.